Hi there, this is Cindy. It's the 4th of July weekend, and as we head into it, I am sitting in my backyard, listening to the breeze and the leaves of the trees overhead, and my wind chime clanging occasionally, and gazing at my backyard grills. And I realized that it's been two and a half years since I published my podcast called The Best and Juiciest Grilled Chicken. And it really is yummy. It's so juicy and really flavorful and you make it a day ahead. So I thought I'd repost that. Today's podcast is a cook-along podcast second helping. This might be a really good choice for your 4th of July cookout if you don't want to just do hamburgers and hot dogs. This is an excellent recipe you can do for as long as you're willing to grill outside. You can also make this for large groups pretty easily just by increasing the size of the plastic bag. You don't really even have to increase the size of the marinade unless you're using really a lot of chicken. Enjoy! I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi there, I'm Cindy Linden, and this is the Cook Along Podcast, and I am going to share with you a recipe that I found called Best and Juiciest Grilled Chicken Breast, and it really, really is. The author of this recipe isn't me, I didn't do this, it's from So Damn Delish. It's fast to make the marinade, which is what makes the chicken magical. We're going to do that, and then you're going to be left on your own to cook it. If you have a gas grill, you can do this year-round. If you have a charcoal grill, obviously, you know, it depends on the weather and where you live. I actually want to talk about grills for a minute. I have always been a firm devotee of charcoal grills. I think they make the food taste better. They're a kind of a nuisance to get started sometimes, although if you use a chimney, a charcoal chimney. It seems to fix the problem pretty quickly. But otherwise, they impart so much flavor to the food that I sort of scorned gas grills for most of my life. And then one day, I'm biking along through my neighborhood, and lo and behold, on the curb at somebody's house was a full-size gas grill with a sign on it that said, Free. And I thought, well, what the hell? Why not? Let's, who knows? It's free. What have I got to lose? So I came back and got my car and some help and managed to, with great difficulty, sort of prop it in the back of my van so that it wouldn't tip out. 
and drive really slowly to get it home and get it into my backyard. And so since then, I have been using both kinds of grills depending on the food. For instance, I do hamburgers on the charcoal grill, uh, steaks on the charcoal grill. There's no point in doing it on the gas grill because there's no flavor added. There's no benefit. It's just a hot oven that's outside. But here's what I suddenly learned after I'm not going to tell you how many years of my disdain for gas grills. First, they're hot almost immediately. All you have to do is turn them on. <laughs> this is a no-brainer, right? But I didn't, I didn't understand the benefit of that, that you just turn it on and in a few minutes it's hot. And when you're done, you just turn it off and it cools down. You don't need matches. You don't need anything. You just push a button. That is fabulous. The second is that you can cook year round in them. As I said, it's weather dependent, but nonetheless, essentially you have an added oven. It happens to be outside in the backyard, but I could cook two turkeys at one time for Thanksgiving if I wanted to, because I have an oven inside and then I have what is effectively an oven outside as well, and because it has a temperature gauge on it, I can use it just like an oven. So I am now a big fan of the gas grill for things like the grilled chicken. I use it for things like sausages or, or uh, hot dogs or fish because it's easier to control the temperature. So anyhow, that's, that's my spiel about grills. I still would never give up my charcoal grill. I would give up the gas grill first in a heartbeat. But there are conveniences to a gas grill that I am becoming a really big fan of. So here's the ingredient list. And honestly, once you have this, you don't even need to listen any further because what we're going to do is put it all together in a, in a Ziploc bag with the chicken. This recipe is particularly good for chicken breasts because if you ever grill them, you know that sometimes they come out just kind of dry. These don't. I don't know why, but they just don't. It's really nice to be able to have a grilled chicken breast that's kind of charred on the outside, but juicy, really honestly, truly juicy on the inside. It's, it's miraculous. Now, of course, not all of that is in the marinade. Some of it is in what you do when you cook it. You still can't overcook it. You want to take it off the grill when it's still just a little bit floppy. If you wait until they're completely stiff, you're going to be probably still having dry chicken breasts. Uh, the first thing I'm going to do is I have, I have these huge chicken breasts from Costco. I don't know if you get those in the frozen pack. They're Kirkland frozen chicken breasts and, uh, you know, boneless, skinless. And again, that's a calorie choice for me. I just don't need all that other stuff. But I suppose you could do it with bone-in if you felt like doing that. Me, I'm going to take these huge Costco chicken breasts, because everything at Costco is huge. I'm cutting them out of their plastic casing right now, just in case you were wondering what the heck I'm doing. This plastic casing makes me sad. You know, Costco is terrific. I like their products. I like the fact that they support their employees. They seem like a really good company. However, I have written to them more than once about their packaging because there's just so much of it on everything. You know, they're terrific, yummy 
rotisserie whole chicken. Oh my God, they're incredibly good. They're cheap. They're cheaper than you can get anywhere else and they're better than you can get anywhere else. They're like $4.99 for a whole cooked chicken. You can't find that anywhere else. They're always like almost twice that. But they've come in this huge plastic thing. And so I don't buy them uh, as often as I would if they didn't, if they came in something more sustainable. So anyway, I've written to them about that. Now back to what we're doing here. So I have all these chicken breasts. Right now I'm using four of these huge things and I cut them in, in half lengthwise because I figure that's the only way to get anywhere near what half is because if you cut it crosswise, you end up with one skinny little flat end and one thicker end and it's hard to figure out what's the middle and so I cut them lengthwise which helps maintain consistency of flavor and moistness from one chicken breast to the next because they all have a thin part and a thick part. Cutting those all takes just a moment. Of course you have to defrost them first. I should have said that. And then you need a Ziploc bag or you know one of those zippered bags. That's actually probably easier because I don't know about you, but I sometimes have trouble getting this stupid Ziploc to close. Yeah, you can hear my frustration with that probably. Now into this bag, unzip it and stand it up. And good luck with that. I lean it against my knife block. I think there are things that are made specifically to hold Ziploc bags for filling. I don't have one. Here's the ingredient list. And I'm just gonna do this as I go because, like I said, once you have the ingredient list, you actually have the full recipe. The ingredient list can be found, by the way, on my website, which is thecookalongpodcast.com, along with a lot of other fun recipes for dessert and side dishes to go with this, and some really interesting blogs about cooking we do every day that maybe we've been doing wrong for a thousand years. If you like what you hear, I would love to have you visit my Patreon page. You can find the link to that on the Cook Along Podcast site. Down in the left-hand corner, there's a little P icon. If you click on that, it'll take you to my Patreon page. I have some kind of fun little things there for you. Now, here we go. A quarter of a cup of soy sauce. This is going in this plastic bag that is precariously propped in whatever spot you've got it. I have all kinds of stuff in the way. I have a hanging, <laughs> I have a hanging whisk that I'm bumping every time I'm trying to put something because it's right over my spot here. Okay, so I am not using soy sauce. I'm using Bragg's. I don't know if you are familiar with this, but Bragg's liquid aminos, which is from soy protein and it tastes like soy sauce. I just feel like it's a little less unhealthy. How's that? And uh, the sodium, I think, is not quite as high. You could use low sodium soy sauce, too, if you want. I think the salt is important because it's going to penetrate the chicken and actually help tenderize it. But I don't think it has to be regular soy sauce. And like I said, that's not what I use anyway. The next thing is a matching amount, also a quarter of a cup of balsamic vinegar. And I want to tell you about this. This is so cool. I have this bottle. It came from Costco. It's Kirkland's Aged Balsamic Vinegar of Modena, which is in this kind of a lovely, 
sculpted bottle. It's dark green, of course, to keep the vinegar from going bad. But it's got this, it's got a screw on top. And when you unscrew the top, this little pour spout pops up. I was so surprised. It is the coolest thing. And then you you put the lid back on it and it squishes it back down just to, and every time you do that, it pops back up. I wish I could show you this. It is really just brilliant. I mean, I think they should do this with olive oil as well. Just this little pop-up pour spout. It's really worth the price of the vinegar just so you get to play with that. It's, it's like a little jack-in-the-box. It really comes, it's a real surprise, or I would have been if I hadn't spoiled it for you when you first open your first bottle. I just find it delightful and so smart. What a kitchen innovation that, that uh, they should start using everywhere. All right, then you need two tablespoons of olive oil. Here I am, I feel like I'm doing a Costco commercial today because I'm using Kirkland extra virgin, 100% Italian olive oil as well. Oh, wait a second. Yeah, two tablespoons. Sorry, started to do the same amount as what I'd used of the other things, and that would not be right. Two tablespoons of olive oil, two tablespoons of brown sugar, which is sticking to my spoon. That doesn't often happen. One tablespoon of Worcestershire. Worcestershire. I remember thinking that when I was a kid. I always, I always thought, how smart. Oh, I'm so smart. I know that this, even though it's spelled as Worcestershire, I know it's pronounced Worcestershire. I just kind of gloated every time I said the word Worcestershire because I felt so, uh, what's the word, cosmopolitan. That's it. So you need a tablespoon of the Worcestershire. And then, you need a tablespoon of Dijon mustard. Most people have this in their house. I would say if you, if you don't have Dijon and you have some other kind of mustard, I would still go ahead and use it. A brown mustard is better than a yellow mustard, but I would also back off on it a little bit. Dijon's a little mild, and so if you're using some stronger mustard, I wouldn't use quite the full tablespoon. I think you'll find it overwhelming. This is the only part that doesn't really spread out very well in this bag or come off the spoon. Hi, hold on a second. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. My son was calling because he needs to borrow a pie plate. So I know this is weird to be doing a, a grilled chicken recipe at this time of year, but it's actually uh, the week before Thanksgiving while I'm doing this because I have a gas grill and I can cook these pretty much whenever it's not raining, which is not often, but today is one of those days. On uh, Thanksgiving, this is uh, 2020. So those of you who have some memory of 2020 whenever you're listening to this will understand that we're doing Thanksgiving this year completely separately. So my family and I, I have three sons and and we're going to cook my favorite pumpkin pie recipe, which by the way you can find on the website. It's called I think it's called brandied pumpkin pie, something like that. We're going to cook it together on video chat. So each of us is going to have a pie in our household, but we're going to be working on it at the same time together. But it turns out that two of the three of my sons don't have pie plates. So I'm running around today um, socially distancing delivery for empty pie plates. Anyway, back to where we were. We were talking about, oh, mustard, right. Okay, and then the next thing is a teaspoon of dried thyme. I don't think it matters whether it's ground thyme or leaf thyme. I happen to like the leaf thyme better. I decided the ground thyme, you know, I don't know what I decided. It just doesn't, it's what I always used to use, and I don't anymore because I don't know why. <laughs> but there you have it. I use, I use the leaf kind now. I, it smells good to me, and the, the powdered stuff doesn't always. So a teaspoon of that goes in the bag with everything else. Now, the, the, there's garlic in here, and you want three small or two large garlic cloves. And they need to be chopped or minced, and I really recommend doing that with fresh garlic cloves. I have a jar of chopped garlic, which is not as strong, I don't think. It has as good of a flavor. 
So, uh, I, but I am going to use it. I just don't feel like working that hard today. However, I'm going to do, I'm going to do one garlic clove with you because in case you haven't heard my, any of the podcasts where I talk about how to do this, this is an opportunity. So break your garlic clove out of the head of garlic that you've got. And then you want a, a knife, a metal knife, not ceramic. And you want a, a knife or a what do you call it? A pastry scraper, a uh, pastry scraper. Yeah. Um, something with a large flat surface. And you're going to put your clove down on the surface of your cutting board and put the flat surface of the knife or, or pastry scraper on the top of it and put your palm on the top of that and push down. You may hear this crack here. That is how you get the skin off. Now that the clove is crushed a little bit, take your knife that you're using and cut off the very, the dry, sort of dry end. And the rest of the skin is just going to peel right off. Bam. Just like that. It's done. You don't have to sit picking at it forever. And then cut your clove in lengthwise, maybe a couple of times. And then being careful of your fingers, folding them kind of under so there's no like surface of your fingers against the garlic. Just start cutting it into little bits. It's really pretty easy. And then, you know, if you needed minced instead of chopped, you just keep going with a knife over it back and forth until they get smaller. That is how you do a garlic clove. Now, having done one, I don't feel like doing anymore. So you can keep going if you like. Uh, especially if you have cloves, but none of these pre-chopped, pre-fab things that you keep in your refrigerator that are in a jar. But I'm cheating for the other two. And I'm just using a scoop. uh, The one I have here, which I think is found fairly commonly, is Spice World Minced Garlic. There's a lot of stores that have their own version brand. I'm sure that Kroger and... Safeway and Wegmans and Costco all have a version of that. And they're handy to keep in the fridge. They're just, you just need to know they're not as piquant as the real thing that you just chop yourself because it's just fresh. Okay, one last mandatory ingredient and then an optional one. So the last mandatory ingredient is lime juice, and it should be the juice of one lime. I know that's really vague. That's going to be around two tablespoons. If you have pre-constituted lime juice from concentrate in your refrigerator, go ahead and use that. And I would say, again, probably a couple of tablespoons. Limes are pretty small usually. So it, it may be closer to a tablespoon and a half of juice from a single lime. All right, and that's the full thing, unless you want to add the optional ingredient, which is chopped fresh parsley. And it really does make the chicken look beautiful if you add this. If you're going for a, a nice look, you'd probably want to add the fresh parsley chopped to it. But not everybody has that in the house all the time, for one thing. And secondly, I decided, this is strange because I think of parsley as a garnish without a lot of flavor, but I decided the flavor was too strong and I didn't really want it on here. But it is part of So Damn Delicious instructions and ingredient list. Now you're going to zip the bag closed. And here's what I'm doing. 
you're going to shake it. All you're really trying to do is get that mustard to spread around because it's the only actual sort of almost sort of kind of solid thing in here. So you're going to put your closed bag down on the counter and smoosh it around, whatever you need to. And then add your chicken breasts, your sliced chicken breasts to the bag. They all just go in. Don't worry about them not getting in the sauce yet because we're going to fix that in a second. Once the chicken breasts are all in the bag, zip up the bag again. Squish out all the air before you do the last inch of the sealing. And then make sure, double check, be sure you have a good seal on it. And then start turning the bag so that all the chicken gets coated. Alrighty. There we go. Now, you're going to put this in the fridge. Stick it in your refrigerator. I'm going to let out a little more air here so it's a little more likely to all have juice on it. You're going to put this in the refrigerator and then every couple of hours you're going to turn it so that the ones that are on the top end up on the bottom. The longer this soaks, the better it's going to penetrate the meat and that means more flavor and also more chance of tenderization. It needs to soak at least an hour but you can do it for up to two days. One to two days is fine and you want to flip the bag over at least once or twice a day. I do it every couple of hours or every time I'm in the fridge for anything else I just turn it over because why not? Then you're going to cook it on your grill and I'm not going to give you instructions about that. Hopefully if you grill you know how to do that. You're looking for a nice char on the outside and don't leave it so long that you kill it. That's the only thing I would say because you can still kill this if you overcook it. And better to undercook it than overcook it because especially if you have a gas grill you can always pop it right back on. If you want to each time you turn the chicken, you can pop it back into the, the bag of marinade before you turn it. But that's not necessary because it's been soaking. And it'll have a really good, bright flavor to it. And be really juicy. It's, it's really lovely. It's a wonderful thing to know how to finally get grilled chicken right. That is all I have to tell you today. Again, the list of ingredients can be found on the website, thecookalongpodcast.com. And then I would recommend that you look at cookie recipes because I have a lot of them because I really love cookies to serve as dessert. And, you know, if you're doing this in the middle of summer, there are also two different potato salad recipes on the site. One of them is quite unusual. It's my mom's recipe. And uh, instead of using mayonnaise and mustard, the way most potato recipes do, she uses mayonnaise and ketchup, which if you start to think about potatoes and ketchup, it starts to make sense. Anyway, a lot of fun stuff on the site. I hope you enjoy this chicken. And until next time, happy cooking. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. If you're enjoying this podcast, you can make a contribution through the supporter link on every Cook Along podcast page or go to Kofi ko-fi.com slash the cook along podcast. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.